Welcome to the Speaking From Our Hearts podcast. In this edition, we'll be talking about many aspects of life, particularly health, relationships and wealth-related topics, all from a heart-centred approach. Your host, Paul Lowe, has a long and successful history of helping others through his coaching and mentoring, as well as his many charitable initiatives. He's been responsible for positively impacting thousands of people's lives, particularly young people from challenging backgrounds. Paul is the author of the books Mastering the Game of Life from Pain to Purpose and Speaking from Our Hearts. Welcome listeners to this Speaking From Our Hearts podcast episode where today I'm joined from a lady from Northern California, a lady by the name of Danielle Hogard. Danielle, a very, very warm welcome to you. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here. And uh, today we had a, a brief chat, uh, Danielle, off here and um, apparently you'd like to talk to us about what does intimacy mean to you? Yes. So, start us off. Intimacy, very emotional subject, just by name. Yes, I, I love to ask people that question because uh, I think it has a lot of different meanings for different people. Uh, what, do you, what do you think it means? Intimacy. The first reaction, and I'm even <laughs> mindful of my word reaction, but is... Intimacy to me is about the most important relationship. That's what it conjures up. And then I kind of almost conceptualize that. And this is not like a conscious thing. So if I'm if I'm coming across as if I'm deliberating and it's mechanical, it's not. I just want to articulate it very powerful. And I suppose from my own point of view, uh, Danielle, and I love the question that you've put to me. Uh, I don't normally get challenged this earlier on, but that's great. <laughs> so that's fantastic. So thank you for that. Um, what intimacy? It is. It's about my relationship with Source. That mm. is my most intimate part of me, and people sometimes get surprised by that because there's connotations. I think uh, we and I use the word reaction or that reaction around it being something physical. And necessarily in a, a sort of you know um, a loving relationship and of course that I am referring to a loving relationship but that relationship to me the intimacy is is that ultimate relationship and the relationship with myself actually comes second to that because without that source I have I'm I'm limited I'm, I'm kind of an insular ves- vessel so mm-hmm. I need that external connection that guidance, that power, and that energy that, that we are, that connection. And then, um, you know, once I've got that, I'm, the, I'm, you know, working towards the best I can be, my higher self. Then I've got amples and oodles to give to other people that are in my world. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Yay, that is it in my, in my um, experience, in my belief, too. Um, and I think for me, it started out as more of a learning how to be, to, to really look at all sides of myself and, and love all those sides. So I think too that, yes, like you said, intimacy, a lot of people look at it as how we relate to our partner. You know, how, how do we get close to another person? And 
yes, that is also intimacy. And how we do that is by having that connection to self, having that ability to love ourselves, to see ourselves, all the, the dark parts and the and the light parts and 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 loving all of that. And of course, source is it. It's also to me. Um, that came almost for me, it's like source has always been a core part of me, but I lost connection to source in different areas of my life. And especially when I was in a relationship that was unhealthy when I was in my early twenties. And so it's taken me through relationship and through wanting to love. It's taken me back to source back to, oh, I've been really connecting to, to me, but how do I do that? How do I do that? Well, I do that by receiving life, by, by allowing life to, to give to me and to allow love in and allow myself to feel love and to, to feel okay with who I am. And all of that is about, is about trusting in, in this, you know, the higher self and the higher power However, you know, I call, I call it all different things depending on the moment, but yeah, you know, my higher self. So, yeah. So I love, I just love how you, you, that's where you are. And I can feel that when, I mean, I just, I just appreciate that so much. I feel that in you. So it's an honor to be here and talk about this. And I often simplify that by you know we've all obviously we've all got different learning modalities and um, sometimes what i do with that one is offer a concept of a simple funnel so where it's broad at the top and then it comes down and then it's got this real narrow bit that goes into the bottle or whatever and for for me daniel that that narrow bit that goes in in the can in in, in the bottle or whatever it is that's the lower self. That's the human part, that narrow, constrained, rigid right. world that we live in and all these limiting beliefs. We've got to do it this way. And it's, it's you know, and there's no room to breathe in there. But yes. as we move up through awareness into that higher, where the funnel starts to open up, that for me is metaphorically my higher self. Now right. I've got the capacity to grow because at the top of that bit there is then this infinite connection with source. So it's oh, almost man. like a three-stage conceptual uh, conceptualization of it that's trapped in that bottom bit called self, small s, higher self. Wow, now I'm starting to, to gain some far greater consciousness. And then the ultimate is I'm out there. Because isn't the reality that no matter where we are in the funnel, we're still connected anyway, but we're just very con limited and we kind of, we lose track because we then, yeah, I think that what's the cliche? Life gets in the way and yeah, but you've not got a gas bill to pay like my gas bill and, you know, and, and you know, your kids aren't playing you up the way my kids are playing and you don't understand it. And we kind of become, we become navel gazers, don't we? We're so internalized with our stuff when we're in that bottom part of the funnel. Right. And that is the, 
that is the play, I think, of this experience of being in a body that we have that contracted experience so that we can, we have something to push against and that helps us to, you know, kind of feel that expansive energy and then we forget and then we expand again. And yeah, and, and I think that's what I appreciate about life so much is that mm. it is, it's exciting because we, we, you know, we have those glimpses of that, uh, spaciousness and that freedom and that ease and that pleasure and that grace. And then something happens and we, you know, we forget like the day to day we forget and we get into our smaller mind or we get into the, the, the physical uh, constraints and, or the pain of the body or the pain of the mind, you know, and all of that. And, and then we feel like that, and then that becomes the suffering when we forget. Right. Mm. So, so that's, I think, um, yeah, I've just come more and more to appreciate that about our, that the small funnel, having, having that experience of being able to see the big and then, and also the small. Yeah. How do you feel about that? We spoke off air, uh, Daniel, didn't we, about the very first podcast uh, that, um, that I did last last year, last September, and that was under the master. That was actually under a slightly different title called "Mastering the Game of Life." But it's it's the same podcast. It's just that I've changed the name because this speaking from our hearts has been such a natural, uh, a natural way, a, a natural evolution of what we're, we're still talking about the same stuff. But what's in a word? Well, words reflect who we are. I think it was Gandhi when he was on about beliefs, thoughts, words, actions, habits, values, influence, results. And so what's what's evolved in that relatively short space of time, Daniel, is this is this understanding of this 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 whole thing, this whole concept of um of around that very first one and it's mastering life is as simple as ABC. And I love to have this conversation with so many people. And, and I, you know, I asked the question, is mastering life as simple as ABC? And almost, well, let me ask you, Danielle, is, let me ask you before I elaborate on X, Y, or Z, what, what would be your reaction to that question? I would say it's, it, it is. Right. Is there any, but is there any caveat? Well, and it takes, it takes life to, to, to see that. I think it takes experience, you know, it's those ahas where you're like, oh, of course, mm-hmm. you know, that we have, and that can happen any point in your life. I, but I think that when you have that aha, you realize this is not meant to be hard. This, yeah. We are, it is an easy, it's not, not easy. It is simple. It, it's, uh, we, our design is to to have pleasure and joy and, and experience love, and and so in that sense, it is as easy as one, two, three, or ABC. But yeah, there's a but. It takes it takes a journey. It takes a life mm. to, to get there. Sometimes to realize that, and if ever. Yes, I agree with that. And the reason I kind of sort of. Uh, I suppose pushed you for the but because that is the almost to a person, Danielle, the answer 
the instant reaction is, yes, it is as simple as that. And then very quickly follows the however or the but. <laughs> so that's kind of, uh, come on, Daniel, give me the caveat because everybody else <laughs> always does. <laughs> it's kind of one of those. And I should never assume, never assume, but I did. So, yeah. Um, but isn't that what we, in, this, in essence, Daniel, what we're talking about, to have that faith, that awareness? And, and yes, you, you know, we don't know what we don't know. And I think that's where people come in and help and, and support and, and help to enlighten around the, you know, what is other in the funnel. The funnel is not just about the narrow bit at the bottom. It's about so much more. And actually, it's not even about the big bit above that. It's about the gateway to what's outside the funnel. And I think once we start opening up these stories and these concepts around life, it is because the ABC for me, and this is based on, and you're absolutely right, Danielle, it's so easy for me to make that statement now, but that's took me nearly six decades to fathom that out, nearly six decades. Right, sure. What I now know now with that wisdom, that experience, call it what you will, that lesson can be passed on for the benefit of others. Exactly. And so people do not need to take the long road round and what I call touch wet paint because the signs are there and you might have a metaphoric sign that says wet paint. But what what's the human? Oh, I've got to touch it to just to see if it is wet. Oh, look, I've got red paint all over my finger. I can't get it off. Well, the signs were there. Why did you need to touch? But we did because <laughs> we're in that narrow part of the funnel. Right, right. Yes, we are. <laughs> we are in that, that physical realm where we have to experience I mean, we have to experience things for ourselves. It's so much like the uh, the teenager, you know, that they hear everything from the parents, and then it's no, I'm I'm gonna, I, I know I can do different. I'm gonna try it, you know. I want to try this. I'm gonna try that. So, and it's true, we do have. It does have to come from inside most of the time, right? We we can listen and we can. It, and I think if it really resonates, then we're, we're lucky that we can say, okay, because you said that, I'm going to listen to you and move forward with that great idea, mm-hmm. right? That, that can happen if you're really ready to hear it. But if you're not quite ready for that guidance or that insight, it has to happen with, you know, on your own timing. Yeah. I think that's been my, my learning for sure. Yeah. It's, it's all about timing. And usually, correct me if I'm wrong, Daniel, but the leverage on that is called suffering. Because unless we're actually suffering, it's like, oh, it'll be okay. It's not ideal, but it'll be okay. Yes. You know. Yes. Yes, I know that very well. Um, but, you know, um, I think it's Robbins that says, you know, about the, the, lever- the power of leverage of pain. I mean, I'd kind of challenge that because I think pain can be good. But I think it's compounded oh, yeah. pain is not because that equal to me that's another word for suffering and suffering there is no you know in my humble opinion there's there's no benefit to that at all true that and that's a hard one for people so this intimacy just bringing it back to your to your question danielle at the top of this conversation this 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 thing about intimacy and i keep saying this and i can't get away from this but it's about getting in touch with who we really are isn't it that's the the intimacy that connection with you know with source as i've said 
But then mm -hmm. coming in, I believe a very close second is that relationship with ourselves, And it is, yeah. for me, a very close second. It's not, you know, miles apart. And then, as I say, the tertiary level is this, okay, so I've got a husband, wife, partner, whatever, 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 because I've now got something to give. And yes, as a spiritual being, I do allow myself and I forgive myself for getting things wrong. Because this isn't this whole question of duality and this yin and this yang and this yin and this yang. So as much as we become aware of um, the higher self on paper, dare we say, the reality is we're challenged because yeah. the kids are playing up in the supermarket and somebody's just took the last parking space and the the tax people have just sent you a bill out the out the blue for you know where's this come from and all these things wrapped up as we've already said life gets in the way and we just temporarily get knocked out of our stride until we have that awareness so okay deep breath step back i climb again but it's it's based in that leverage of because if i don't climb again i'm going to go back down to the bottom of the tunnel the funnel sorry and then I might even run the risk of slipping down into the can below that. Then we've really got problems. Yeah, it's it's a it's a practice to be looking at yourself and giving yourself that much awareness. That's really the word, I think. And it's not the kind of awareness where we are uh, selfish. It's not about that. Oh, I just you know, what do I look like or, or how am I being in front of this person or that? It's, it's about who am I and who do I want to be in this yeah. life? What do I want to bring? And, and, and can I bring that out? Because, you know, I am here for, for a purpose mm -hmm. and I want to be that person. I want to be all of that person. I, I want to bring all of her forward, you know, all of her. And so in order to, to access all of me, I have to be able to look at the parts of myself that are afraid or are ashamed or, uh, you know, are critical of myself. And yeah, so all of those, those parts that need love and, and need time to develop, that could be from the child, you know, all the way up through, through the adults in different parts of our lives. We, if we don't really bring all of those parts forth, then we can't be that person in the world. We can't be the fullest self. And then we aren't able to really offer what we potentially could to life. Yeah. So I think once we, once we kind of embrace this whole self and, and, and really can uh, give thanks for, for the life that we're given and connect to source and all of that kind of happens together, you know, then it's not until then that we can, bring forth our our full potential and enjoy really enjoy life because i think that we are we are here to enjoy giving and enjoy loving and enjoy receiving love and and feeling everything that comes with that yeah. you know i think that that's our our true reason for being here and so in order to do that yeah it's a practice and it's that awareness practice i for me i want to challenge respectfully danielle if i can the word practice yeah, I think, sure. and this is just my concept, but what it is, it's more of a, and you could say it's a practice, but it's more of an exercise of 
as we go through life, when we're born, we are a blank piece of paper that is PLH, peace, love and happiness. It's who we naturally are. We're, we're blank. We haven't learned any of this stuff that we learn. And you mentioned earlier on around, you know, we pick, you know, we pick things up usually from our parents, um, usually, but certainly people that's closest around, you know, all these, we're picking things up based on this, um, this survival and, and that's what it's all about. It's our real sort of basic, how do I survive that inherent nature of, first of all, survival? And I think what we do, we actually either consciously or subconsciously settle for that. You know, we've already said, oh, better the devil, you know, it's okay. It's not ideal, but it's okay. Well, no, it's not okay. Mm-hmm. It's not okay at all. But there again, Danielle, it's unless you've got that awareness to know this something better and you don't need to settle for this lower self and be at the bottom of the funnel. And I'm also I'm going to sort of controversially use the word dregs in the can. And I'm going to speak about myself in that respect, because that's where I was. And my life was absolutely the dregs of the can, because I allowed myself to slip down the funnel and end up at the bottom of the can where all the sediments are and, you know, I, in, in, a, in turmoil of darkness, desperation, addiction, violence, and all this craziness. Mm-hmm. Now, I didn't know what I didn't know. But what right. I do know now is having worked my way back up, being siphoned up by the universe, back up through the can, up through the funnel, into the higher self. Yes, and I listen, I'm human, I'm, I'm fallible, I'm vulnerable, because... To quote Chopra, I am that spiritual being, as we all are. But at this moment, at this phase of my life, it's taking a human form. And that is wide open to life getting in the way. And it's about having that awareness. So so for me, when I try and think about, um, you know, this, this, this concept of, basically unraveling the mess that we learn mm-hmm. it's about taking plasters off and or you know stickers off white pieces of paper because as, as a child as a newborn we are that metaphoric white piece of paper unstained and then what happens is somebody will scribble come along and scribble come along and scribble and as we go through life it'll end up looking like let's look a right mess and that's well that's certainly been my um understanding so for 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 what it is then is it's about taking those labels off okay so she is this well he is that well who said they are well i i heard his parents say he is this you know if i can be allowed to talk about myself paul is antisocial he's violent he's this he's miserable he's you know he's all these things all these labels and i grew up believing them because I heard them consistently. So it came, became a self-fulfilling prophecy. And, and we create that around ide- our identity, don't we, Danielle? And that's the thing. And part of that intimacy for me is saying, no, it's not who I am. Because I love myself, not in an egotistical, self-gratifying way, but in a way that because I know I'm loved externally. Because when you look at, start stripping out the... The, the silver trinkets I call, you know, it's nice to have things in life, that's fine. 
but not if you haven't got the groundedness and the stability for something to build them on. And and so for me, it is about that uh, that reversal process of taking these labels off and getting back grounded and, and appreciating the simple things in life, like the birds singing, the, the sound of water, the sound of stillness, and, and reconnecting at ground and at source. And people think sometimes that, you know, when I go back to where I've come from, you know, the, the area um, that I come from in, in the UK, Daniel, people think I've absolutely lost my marble speaking like this. And I'll just say, look, it's very simple. We all have choices. I could have stayed in that world of darkness, despair. I could have stayed in the bottom of that can, let alone the bottom part of the funnel. But what I have now, I have peace, I have happiness and I have love. It's been a conscious choice. And that connection to source has given me that. And that's something that's there for all of us. And that for me, just to go back to the top of the conversation, Danielle, is my most intimate aspect of life, bar none. Yes, I love that. Beautiful. Yeah, and I and back to the word practice, right? Um, I use that word just because, well, I have a background. I'm a yoga teacher, so we call it a practice, right? You come back to your mat and it's always different. Your body is going to be where it is that day. Your mind's going to be where it is that day. And there's a, uh, you just open, you know, you open to whatever is present and then move from that place, kind of connecting and listening to your body and, 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 then you're open to source and you're open to, you know, source speaking through your body. And, and that's a loving practice that you can do. That is a consistent something to connect you to your body and mind, right. And heart. Uh, and so for me, the, I use that word practice because in order for me to connect to source, it's a conscious choice. Like you said, it's a conscious choice to, so it's too, it's twofold. Right. Um, source is always speaking and always there and always, you know, always loving and always it's got it's got you. It's got me. Um, but if I don't make a choice to to practice, I call it um, like meditation or just quieting my mind so that I can really feel the trees you know, and feel the birds and just, and feel the spaciousness, then I, I won't necessarily do that, right? Because my mind is so active that it'll just keep me in this other world of the past or the future or what's happening, you know, just thinking. So I have to, for me, it's a practice. <laughs> mm. And, uh, and, you know, spirit is supporting me in, in doing my practice. And, and, you know, it's that desire that comes from spirit. Because to me, spirit is, is the life force that moves me to, to love and moves me to presence and moves me to joy. And it's just like, yes, we want you to feel happy. There's no reason for you to not, you know? It's, and it's a beautiful day and look around you, you know? You've got your family and your friends and you're just loved and you're doing what you love, so yeah. 
Yeah, the, re- the reason I challenged it, um, and there is, listen, as we know, Danielle, there's no right or wrong in this because it's around our most intimate relationship, what, whatever that is. But my word, would, my, for me personally, my word would be acceptance because when we do oh, temporarily like lose our way, it's and you could actually probably even throw faith in there as well. You know, when we're caught up Absolutely. in that humdrum of that moment as I say somebody's just cut you up in the car and the kids are screaming and it's raining and all this anger frustration it's that acceptance of it's okay it's fine I hear you yeah I hear you which takes practice yes you're talking about like when you're in the heat of it like what gets you back to center yeah and I'm talking about what am I doing so that when I get into the heat of it I have more of a chance of staying coming back to center, right? Yeah. So, we're, so it's all the same kind of. It's all the same, but at different moments. Yeah, for sure. Acceptance is a great word. I I live by that. Hmm. I, I yeah. I mean, yeah. Just I, I I use that word too. And trust, like when 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 those awful things happen and you're just so upset, and then you realize, oh, this is happening for me. This is not some kind of you know, experience to make me mad or ruin my day. No, there's something great here. I just need to back up a moment, calm down and see that. Oh, and then you do, you find the gift. It's pretty incredible. Yeah. You mentioned a word a bit earlier on, Danielle, and I love my, my, my art skips when I hear this word and it's purpose. I love that word. And when, you know, I I think I think so much is made of this this word purpose. And and you know what I've found as I've stripped the layers back over the years and made sense of this game of life. Life and you know it's kind of reinfor- life is a very 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 simple game. But boy do we complicate it. The good old ego, he or she, oh they'll have a field day. Oh you don't want to listen to all that nonsense. That won't keep you safe. That won't pay the gas bill on Friday or at the end of the month or whatever it is. And all this self-defeating chatter, this noise, this clutter. So for me, the purpose is, uh, and I always like to ask guests actually what they, what their definition of purpose is. So I'd like to ask you, Danielle, if I could, what, what is your definition of and thoughts around purpose? Well, right now, purpose is really up for me. So it's a great question. And it to me, it is, what am I here to bring? What am I here? What is my life for? And, and the, the simple answer is, it's for me to really just enjoy. And then part of that enjoyment might be that I you know, support other people in opening their hearts and, and loving themselves and loving each other in relationship. But it's foremost, my purpose is to, is to take everything that I am given, which is this amazing life and enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. I love what you've said there because my take, I've developed a a concept called the three pillars of life and the first pillar is called purpose in other words a reason to get out of bed in the morning give me a reason to get out that bed in the morning 
And I had a reason to get out of bed in a former life, Danielle, but it wasn't a very good one because it was called fueling an addiction. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So if you can drink for three months round the clock, I'll drink for four. If you can do four, I'll do five. If you've got a black cat, I've got six black cats. If you've got six, I've got ten. That was my purpose. I needed, you know, going into Robbins as six human needs. I needed significance. I needed, you know, I needed my basic certainty, which I controlled. The drinking gave me the certainty. I got the uncertainty because when I had too much to drink, I didn't know what I was going to do, say, or how I was going to behave. Um, I got the significance because I got brave uh, or my insecurity, my vulnerability that I was carrying from my childhood as a result of the behavior from my stepfather towards me and my mother. I was carrying that. So I was able to masquerade that by wearing this mask of who I really was. And the love and connection element had got the connection because I fancied myself as a bit of an opera singer, which when I'd had too much to drink, I'd got the courage to then sing like an opera singer. Um, the growth, um, yeah, I even got growth out of it because my pattern, Danielle, was very much that I would drink round the clock for, say, three months or in the early days, six months, and then I would cut it dead and it would be six months off. And when it was six months off, I would make up for lost time. It's like, right, th this was my exact, this was my, my story, the script that I fed myself. Right, you owe life six months now. You owe life six months or three months or whatever it was. Because I'd got off the bus and I'd just kind of thrown life away. That's right, okay. Now the pulling the back, the mental side of it, call it the ego. Right, he's right, okay. Let's get back at the top. So I'd train hard, you know, I'd achieve, I'd achieve, I'd get myself into good relationships, only to sabotage it all again. So it was like black, white black, white, there was never any grade, there was never any stability. So, but what I'm saying is through the, the intimacy of my relationship with alcohol, my dependency, it was a very intimate relationship when we talk about, you know, to put it in our context, Daniel, um, and, and sometimes people struggle to say, how can, well, it nearly destroyed you. Yeah, and it did nearly destroy me on more than one occasion, literally, uh, but it didn't. And that's where the faith comes in to know that personally for me, in terms of my own purpose, to be able to reach out to people that are experiencing similar, I've got to have, I've got to have walked in those shoes rather than read it in a book. And I think as, as warriors, as spiritual warriors on this, this beautiful planet, that's why we, we go through the experiences we do to say, okay, I've come through the other side. Now I know, and I've, you know, I've already shared that it took me nearly six. I'm nearly nearly sixty now. It took me six, you know, certainly the best part of four and a half, if not five, decades to learn these simple lessons. Simple lessons. And then the contribution when I was in one of my white abstinence phases, I would do massive things for charities, and and then I'd just throw everything away again because I had deservedness issued. I had serious. You know, basically my head was upside down because of the behavior and everything that I'd learned. So we talk about intimacy, Daniel, and, and I think it's we can put it in an everyday simple context like that, can't we? Rather than maybe, just maybe, um, 
and I'm really interested in your thoughts around this. When we mention that word intimacy, do people kind of just jump in and think you're talking about a personal relationship normally? Yes. Yeah. Oh, right away. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, because I, I and I think that's where we kind of miss the point and why there's such issues in relationship is because we think other and and right away we are judging and afraid and you know we we're we're not connected we we're disconnected yeah. as soon as we start to think about relationship it's like oh my gosh you know what's he going to think of me or what's she going to think of me you know and then all of the things that you judge yourself for come up to the surface and and then it and then you lose the intimacy right away because of course you want to hide all of that. So you're not going to be honest when you're talking or, you know, meeting someone, you want to show this other side that is the good side. And, and then you just hope that they never see the bad and maybe you get married that way. Right. Mm -hmm. And and then of course you can never not be who you are. So that these things show up in ways that you, they're not even controlling. They're they're from the subconscious just coming up, popping up because you're trying to hold them down and and that makes it worse. So that's kind of the that's kind of where I think we need support is is coming back to the intimacy is is that you with you and then you can bring your full self to to the other. And that's the only way you can love because if you're loving all of yourself, the parts that you used to judge, then when they have their stuff come up, the, the parts that maybe you would have judged before, you probably are going to have a lot of compassion Yeah. for that. Yeah. Just like you, you were speaking of when you experience these things, these challenges, then you have compassion. You know what that person's going through. You can connect on a human level. And you you get that we're not perfect, right? And it's so much easier to say, "Hey, it's okay." You know, I know that that's not about me. It's it's just something that's coming up that's your, and we can hold space for that. Yeah, but unless, I suppose unless you've done that inner work, Daniel, you haven't got the the emotional strength exactly to be able to sustain those kind of what in that initial reaction of why are you picking on me why is it my fault and then you know you find yourself justifying defending and it's a bit like a dog chasing its tail then it just goes round and round and round doesn't it yes yes and and i i also just want to say that it's not to say that um we have to have done all that work and to have a to have a relationship no we don't have to be uh, you know all aware and loving ourselves already we can do that in relationship yeah. i did that that's how i did it so i'm, I'm in a 25-year relationship and that's that's where i grew up and learned how to love myself and to move move through all of those stages those uncomfortable really really uncomfortable stages to now where it's so much it's just bliss most of the time honestly mm. right and and really now my partner are only dealing with our own whatever our own stuff is with ourselves and rarely becomes something between us so but we needed each other to to do that work 
Yeah. And sometimes that's how it is. It's not always, right? Obviously, lots of people go through their whole, most of their life without a partner and do that work and, and then they get into a relationship. So it just depends. But I just wanted to clarify that. I didn't want to make it sound like you have to be here before you have a relationship. No, you can, you can be no, wherever I, you are. I, I hear you on that, Danielle, but I think also, and I'm certainly not justifying this, I think there's the other side of the coin that when you are on that path of healing for want of a, a better general term, if your partner or people close to you are not on that path, that could be extremely difficult then. You know, there's got oh, to yeah. be this dance, hasn't there, that, okay, yes. listen, this is the bottom line. This is my level of awareness now. And it yes. might be, as it was in my case, at the bottom of the can. But that's where right. we're starting from. Right, right. Yes. And and uh, and that's a good – I'm so glad you said that because my, my husband and I, when we were considering being in a longer-term relationship – we both, we were both at the same place of our intention, which was to grow as individuals. And we, we were both, you know, in the healing field. And it was just like, okay, if we're going to do this, it's, it, it's our, our, our premise is, is that we allow each other to grow and to become the best people that we are. And, and if that takes us apart, then that's, so be it. But, but that's the primary thing. And, and that, I think that that freedom and that intention has given us this amazing relationship that, which is why it's so long lasting because it's, you know, it's, it's, it's like you're choosing that every day. There's a paradox there, isn't there in as much that, you know, to, to build a strong, loving, committed relationship, I'm prepared to let you go. Yeah. yeah. And that's that's so hard I mean, to, to live that because you don't want to let anybody go. You know, you're, you're attached to – it's a very easy to be – when you really love someone and you enjoy them so much, mm. you know, it's not, it's not your thought, oh, yeah, I can just let him go when he's ready now. So that's the bigger heart. That that's that's the bigger truth. So if if we was to try and say, uh, Danielle, um, one thing, one piece of advice that you you could you could leave as part of your legacy, not necessarily just as part of your legacy, but one real big sort of this is headline banner stuff. This is going to radically change the world. What would in terms of intimacy? What would that piece of advice be, or that? That guiding light, what would that be, Danielle? No pressure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be look inside. Look inside and 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 be with the love that you are in any way possible and and then bring that. Let that expand and and let that be what guides you. Yeah. And it is, we're kind of almost going back to the top of the conversation, Danielle, aren't we, around that? And it's it's not a structured hierarchy, but that kind of pyramid of, you know, others, self, source. Yeah. It, it, it is very much kind of reflecting that, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Okay. 
Danielle, is there anything that you want to, uh, as, as we draw to a close, is there anything that you want to, to ask me or put me on the spot around? Um, <laughs> I did that first thing, didn't I? <laughs> you did do that. You got off to a flyer. I mean, uh, you know, let's keep the momentum going. Why don't you? <laughs> oh, let's see. Well, what is your what is your dream for your own intimacy in life? If there's anything, it's wrapped that you up in my realized. Yeah, it's wrapped up in my purpose, um, and I didn't actually finish the three P's off. And so the purpose is a reason to get out of bed, but that's not enough because then we're just existing. Yeah. So that brings in the prosperity. Okay, so now I've got out of bed. What do I do? Well, actually, I deserve and I am, not that I deserve because that makes it sound like a separate thing, but I am peace and love and happiness. This, These are things that are mine. They're there. And I'm going to look looking for them. They're there. But I need that faith to start taking some of these plasters and these labels off to, to start letting me feel that. So now, not only am I getting out of bed in the morning, metaphorically, but I'm actually enjoying life because I'm loved and that's not by externals. That's about me accepting my my vulnerabilities, forgiving myself for the crazy things I've done and being honest. And that can be painful, you know, because shame and guilt. Uh, I love what Brenny Brown speaks about when she talks about the power of vulnerability. And and then the final one for me, Danielle, is the and you've you, when you gave your context, you, you actually did the three P's in perfect order. So I had a little wry smile, but it's philanthropy. So I've got a reason to get out of bed. I'm enjoying life. Now I want to help others to, to share some of the lessons. And that philanthropy is giving it back. And I can't think of a better way of, of, of creating an even more intimate relationship with source than that because when we used or I used that example of a dog chasing its tail well actually maybe it's chasing its tail now but it's chasing it in a more positive way because yeah it's it's you know because we can serve our needs positively or negatively can't we and this yes I love that it's the same thing but a different outcome mm-hmm. which kind of brings it back to the ABC of the A of awareness the B for beliefs. What what's going on here? What what story are we telling ourselves? You know, I can refer to my upbringing as I have done with you, um, Danielle, and my 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 adult. Well, most of my life actually with this polarized black and white existence, and it's true, it happened, but it's a story. Doesn't own me. Doesn't define me. It's like this page on this. But if I don't like it, I'll rip it out. I'll just rip it out. It's gone. How do I do that? I do that with the C of the ABC. It's creativity. I look at things differently. Right, right. Yes. Because there's reality. There's universal reality, isn't there? And old Mother Nature, I think she's got, she's got the monopoly on that. She controls that. Um, we, in our arrogance of and the ego form as humans, we think we've got it all sorted. Mm, have we really? Yeah, okay, just watch, just watch. Um, but the creativity for me is having this, um, being able to think about things in a different way. And so, no, yes, that might be my truth, what I see at a micro-human level, but it doesn't make it true. It makes it my truth. And if it's not working for me, 
then actually maybe I need to change it. And I always use the metaphor, and I love using metaphors, Danielle, of a ship um, or um, you know a, a yacht in, in, in stormy waters. And if we're not getting very far, maybe we need to adjust our sails because the wind ain't going to move. She's going to do what she's going to do. Right. Maybe we need to move our sails to accommodate to progress rather than, no, them sails are going to stay like that. Right, okay, good luck. <laughs> Yeah, and I, that's a perfect example of, of kind of being guided by spirit, right? Yeah. Like spirits, spirits got those winds going. You need to be, you know, guide guide yourself. That, that she's kind of guiding you by saying, "Go that way. Don't try to yeah. go this way anymore. It's too hard. Why would you?" Yeah. So I love that. That's great. A B C. Yeah. And and it brings in that F word faith again, doesn't it? That well, yeah. But why should I change? You know, the ego. Yeah, again, he right, or she. Right, absolutely. Um, you know, he's going to kick in. Well, I've always done it this way. Why should I change now? Right. It's been okay. And if you want okay, then fine, stay okay. Right. But isn't it a trait of human nature that, generally speaking, we we all want more. And we do we want do. that peace and we do want that love and we do want that happiness. And I suppose re the reality is, certainly from my own experience and my own journey, um, Danielle, is, I keep saying it, but it's who we are. Just just let's start taking the labels off and, and, and mastering life is as simple as ABC. Yes. But that's a belief system. So so there we go. Okay. Um so just to sum up and answer answer your question there in terms of my most intimate, it is to, you know, to, to quote the, the eminent Dr. Stephen Covey, is to leave the world a better place. And that is my vocation. That's my purpose. That's my raison d'etre. It's the reason I breathe. And that makes me very connected. I sense, I feel. And that that's my most intimate relationship because it gets me out of bed. I feel great. And I pass lessons on and I can't. But I'm always prepared to listen to other people if there is a better way to live. And um, so, yeah, the funnel is open. <laughs> That's beautiful. So, um, OK, so if anybody wants to, to get in touch with you, Danielle, to find out more about you, the work that you do, what, what are your contact details? My website is a great way to find me it's www.daniellehogard.com yeah and we're spelling hogard h-o-u-g-a-r-d correct yeah um the details will be in the show notes um so there's your website are there any social media channels oh i am on instagram and facebook yes excellent okay um so last word to you danielle as, as our uh, esteemed guest anything you want to say wrap up say what you want to do or whatever it's over to you oh i look forward to connecting with all people that would love to open their hearts more and to love their fullest life and i love this interview and i really appreciate being here you're a fabulous person and you're doing great work in the world so thank you Thank you, Danielle. I appreciate that. Really do. And uh, so there we have it, listeners. All that remains now is, uh, is for me to sign off in the way that I always do by saying, remember, whatever path you're taking in life, always walk your path with heart. Take care. Hearts, helping 
everyone achieve results towards success. 